It's the podcast that's taking the hobbits to Isengard and the elves to Ikea. It's Power Word Roll. and welcome to this special Christmassy episode of Power Word Roll. I'm Conrad Leeton-Grey and today I uh, will be playing Dr. Diggory Gainsborough as a player character for the first time. I'm here with Naomi. Hello! Who is playing... Ayun. I am here with Annie. Hello! Who is playing... Kia. I'm here with Henry. Merry Christmas, everyone. Who is playing... <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and I am here with... Fiona, Fiona yeah. yeah, me, Fiona, and I'm playing everyone else. Hooray! Hooray! From, uh, I'm from What Am I Rolling? Yeah. Uh, Fiona is best friend of the podcast, and she's very kindly come and agreed to DM for us so we can all play and and have a Christmas together. And she's wearing an excellent elf hat, so you know it's it's a good time. For anyone watching the video of this, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be able to see the. Wait. Um, yeah. We well, all, we also brought, you brought Christmas crackers. I did. I yeah. Think... And Conrad uh, did one before everyone else and didn't wait for anyone because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> to be fair, I said he could, and then everyone else was like, wait. Oh, no, no, so no, so no. she's also a piece of shit. <laughs> Wow. Isn't it nice coming on this podcast? It's so we're great. just being to you. Yeah. No. You just it's dug great. into. I'm here. This is my position. It's just been deferred. No. no Conrad's like, <laughs> finally, it's not me. <laughs> and we're like, no. nah. <laughs> you don't escape that easily. Uh, so, are you guys ready to play? No. Oh, well. <laughs> right, good night. Stop good the recording. <laughs> Done. Okay, so. Um, this sort of obviously is not canonical, because obviously you guys are sort of in the middle of an adventure currently. It happens sort of in the middle of the night. You, all four of you, are sort of woken by a sort of big rap at the door. And you, one of you opens the door, and there is a letter left outside, which is a sort of a white cream letter with sort of red writing on it. And it says uh, to Dr. Diggory Gainsborough and guests. I, th- I think it, it must be Dr. Gainsborough who answers the door. He's in his, yeah. his dressing gown and Yay! his slippers. His PJs. He's, he's got, like, cocoa. Gang! Hello? <laughs> I think Ayun is immediately up and uh, down in his nighty and, like, silk kimono thing. Greg is asleep. Kia is a teenager. Wanders down a bit bleary-eyed <laughs> a couple of minutes later. I, I, I got this letter. Um, it was outside. Uh, uh, just one minute. And uh, I run up the stairs and I go and I pull the covers off. Greg. Uh, <laughs> what, what, oh, what? What's going I am. <laughs> so you couldn't he- uh, see, but maybe you could hear Henry slap his crotch. <laughs> Please don't bust in on me like this. Dr. Gainsborough's got a letter. And, and it couldn't wait till morning? Well, I mean, we're up now. <sighs> Give me a moment. Through one means or another, you make it down to sort of oh, the yeah. common room area. And um, I guess... Uh, uh, so, um, I, um, I've got this. Uh, should I read it? Yeah, but do a different voice when you read it. <laughs> All right, I'll do my best. What's the, uh, what's the, what's the handwriting like? Is it's it... very flowery. There's like lots of little hearts over the eyes. And there's, <laughs> actually, there's a, a real horrible sort of s- smell of lavender, like perfume. And that, you, you're holding it. Everyone can smell it about five, like ten feet. Like pungent odour. Yeah. I like yeah. the fact that everyone was just like, wait, is this from my yoon? Because that's like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, mystery solved. <laughs> did, you, did you forget that you sent us a letter? <laughs> <laughs> do 
do a do a voice that it sounds like the kind of person who would write a lavender scented letter. All right, I'll give it a shot. Thank you. <coughs> and as you open it, actually, a voice <laughs> does come out of it. Oh, uh, oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's, that's a fantastic <laughs> voice, Gainsborough. <laughs> I love your skills. As you sort of open it, it's sort of the the sort of parchment inside comes out, swishes around, and sort of forms almost like a mouth. Oh, it's a howler! Yeah, but a nice one. It sort of says, Greetings! And oh, Dr. Gainsborough, it has been so long since our last ball. I hope you don't mind it in this sort of um, interruption to your uh, night's sleep, but I thought it'd be wonderful for you to join us to our annual ball. Please, up to, I think, three guests. And uh, yes. (laughs) That's convenient. Wow. There are three of us. (laughs) Fuck Jack, sick of him. (laughs) (laughs) Strangely enough, he's been sleeping throughout this whole entire story. So I feel like he's gone. I thought all Christmas. four of us just forgot to wake him up. Like something, <laughs> something happened. Like, Wait, yeah, it did. Together, let's go and just no. left him asleep. <laughs> Please get some provisions because, uh, as you know, uh, it is a trial to get into this ball. And when you you and your companions are ready, just put your hand on this letter, and you'll be transported straight there. It's a porky. Sorry. <laughs> just all the Harry Potter. References. I do love Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so Dr. Gainsborough has been to this ball before, mm-hmm. I see. Well, you, you've heard of it. Maybe you've got an invitation to it. You recognise the handwriting now, and at the bottom, you see a huge signature, really flowery, that says, Madame Drosselmeyer. Oh, right. So, Gainsborough, what is a ball? Oh, uh, so, Greg, essentially, um, it's... Uh, a it's a wonderful party. It's an excuse to get an entirely new outfit. I, In fact... I may have been prepping a little bit for this. Greg just looks concerned over at Gainsborough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Greg. It's, it's a time when people get together and uh, dance and drink and sing and, you know, all those good things. This is a festive holiday one. What, what, what was that? There's a trial to get in? Yes. All the best balls have them. <laughs> Make a history check, Dr. Gainsborough. Right. <laughs> uh, that is not... That's uh, Oh, actually, that's an 11. 11. Um, so you have not been to Madame Drosselmeyer's balls before, but you know that she is a very powerful artificer mm. and she does like what's become sort of a fad, really, is um, escape room S type puzzles. So maybe <laughs> <laughs> Henry's just like lowered his head slowly. <laughs> the table. So you think that you think there might be some sort of teamwork involved or maybe some sort of like oh, no, message of the teamwork. season. <laughs> So that, and normally, and normally with balls, you are expected to bring guests as sort of uh, sort of spreading around the sort of goodwill of the season, but also you know to help you win the tasks. So Ma- Madame Drusselmeyer, the person who leads this ball, um, who's in, who runs it, uh, she's um, a, a bit of an eccentric, I suppose. Uh, she likes to have uh, puzzles for, and that's why she invited multiple, you know, had multiple puzzles. puzzles. So yes. it's like a trial of wits rather than a trial of. Strength. Yes, to get into it. I've never really attended previously. Um, it's always been at bad times. Um, but, uh, you know, I spend most of the time, mostly uh, this time of the year with my family. But she's a, she uh, funds loads of projects. She's an artificer, you see. She funds projects about magic items and the study of archaeological findings as well. This doesn't sound like the kind of challenge that I'll be good at, I'll be honest. But I'm, I'm happy to come along. Well, um, I would be grateful for the company. It'll be fun. Shall we <laughs> looks concerned again over at Gainsborough. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we um, go get changed? Get into correct. Heck yeah! He did say right at the bottom in small print, uh, formal. Uh, I think I've got something in a 
Oh, one of my trunks. I'll, I'll dig around. I'll try and find it. Sorry if I take a little while. <laughs> so I think we all go run up to the mezzanine and then work our way into the rooms and, mm-hmm. and change into... And then I think we probably have a fashion montage. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. So, what, so describe your outfits for me. Uh, we'll go around and sort of, Ayun, what was your, would be your outfit for a ball? Or um, your process for getting an outfit for the ball? Uh, yeah. In the middle of the night. I think it's... I, I think it's... Uh... A hasty crafting check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think it's it's like a princess diaries, like a big walk-in closet, and it's like choo choo choo, this one, this one, like holding them up against myself <laughs> and being like mm, no, and just like throwing them on the floor, which they always do. Throwing them on top of the sleeping jack, <laughs> yeah. builds up. Like when you pile clothes on top of like a cat or something, just. Ayuna's <laughs> <laughs> has got a sort of a, a white dress robe. Uh, it's got a high Chinese collar, it's heavily embroidered, and it's got like pale blue piping mm-hmm. and elaborate designs all, all the way down. And then he's got thigh high boots. Greg. A very eclectic iron mix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, Greg is probably the last to emerge. Mm-hmm. And, and he's wearing, I think to everyone's shock and, ho- and maybe horror, <laughs> just just a full tux. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he's had lying around somewhere, full um, black bow tie, Bond style, and then there's just a big minotaur head popping out the top. <laughs> big furry hands. Fabulous. Nice. Kia. So, Kia, being a teenager, her idea of formal wear is like prom dress. Yeah! Very good. Yes. Absolutely. That's, that, that is like. She only has one bit of formal wear because she's never really needed it, but it's absolutely full on like long purple dress with like sparkles up the skirt. Taffeta. And... Yeah, 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 of course. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And corsage. And corsage. Yes. But flat shoes because she's not good in heels. Sensible. <laughs> Dr. Gainsborough, what are uh, you wearing? It's interesting you went for purple uh, because Dr. Gainsborough. I also wear a ball ground. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh it's no, it, oh, what does this have to change? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting you're wearing a prom dress because I too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Dr. Gainsborough is wearing uh, what seems to be a sort of a maroon waistcoat and tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, waistcoat uh, sort of gold embroidered into it in sort of uh, a leafy kind of uh, design, almost holly. Uh, it seems like this is what he would normally wear at this season. He's got a sort of uh, a shirt that's, uh, you know, a nice white shirt, but puffy at the sides. But you won't see because it's underneath a sort of uh, a jacket um, with matching trousers in a sort of uh, a, a dark... Uh, you know, sort of dark, so purple, so dark it's almost black. Um, uh, by you know, sort of to sort of counter the the bright purple. <laughs> Henry's really struggling to like comprehend. And he's doing the face of um, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder's like face at the. <laughs> so he's okay. All the math flying around. Yeah, <laughs> this is the real puzzle to get in. This yeah. is yeah, <laughs> really, yeah, this is true. It's maroon Conrad's fashion sense. Maroon waistcoat and tie. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it'd be better this side of the screen. Oh, damn it. Got him. <laughs> Super. So you all look ravishing. You all look incredible. Yeah. Yeah, Will think- I be needing this? And Greg holds up his sword. <laughs> he holds up a gun. <laughs> <laughs> a silent, like I just a pistol with a silencer attached. Will I need this? Greg looks at the camera, turns around, points the gun. Red falls across the screen. <laughs> and it's Ayun swimming in a pool. <laughs> It's just Jack, like, from Jam at a camera. 
<laughs> Honestly, um, uh, Greg, I think it's best we take our weapons with us. We don't know what this challenge is going to entail. So, through various means, you have all your equipment on you, mm. and you are dressed very fancily. We all put our hands on the letter. Jack walks in and he's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, hey, everyone, I'm down, I'm here. Uh, he's, like, still getting dressed. And Wait for me. <laughs> And yeah. then Greg just looks at him and touches the <laughs> last hand on the letter. And you all sort of get transported. It's a really horrible feeling. I don't know if you, any of you have been transported before, but uh, your stomach sort of gets to the top of your, your chest. Henry's <laughs> again, head to the table. Through various sort of, like, a couple of seconds go by and it's just, your vision is filled by sort of bright lights. And then you land, all on your feet, in what looks like a very, very dark room. There's a moment when you're all sort of looking around, maybe you have your weapons ready and stuff, but then slowly but surely there's sort of a, a light that picks on and there's sort of a, uh, almost like can- floating candles sort of li- lighting up the sort of stairwell to the top. There is a beautiful fir tree with gorgeous ornaments on it, big stars and mythical light bobbing up and down. Magical, nice. magical Christmas tree. Is there like mm. a door at the top of the stairs? Uh, no, it seems open, but that's sort of the only lights are sort of leading the way. It's almost as if you've come into sort of... A holding area. Yeah, essentially. It's a bit like if you imagine sort of the upside down. So that sort of sort of darkness is spreading from ours and maybe underneath you can see sort of your reflections in sort of... Uh, water oh, as you swim cool. across. Looks like we've made our way to the first challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Doctor Who, that fucking Christmas tree, can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, this is a traditional tree that they ha- you hang lights from and then strange ornaments as decoration. Why is it covered in willow wisps? Well, this is a, a particularly fancy one. <laughs> I don't trust it, but. You're about 30 feet away from it at this point. Yeah. We, we we chunk up the stairs. Mm-hmm. I begin tottering up. I follow. Greg mm-hmm. is last, doing yep. like holding his sword close to his chest, ready to like <laughs> strike, turning around, like 180s, looking around, 180 back, up, up another okay. two uh, do, steps. Do a perception check for me, please. Fantastic. That is a five. Um, no, complete darkness, really, as it sort of comes out. And actually, actually, as you're making your way up the stairs, the candlelight, as you go past it, starts to snuff out. Almost as if, like, sort of, it's not rendering, de-rendering, I guess. Oh, shit. You. <laughs> no, season going, because, oh, <laughs> make sure he's following in the light. Uh, he starts to pick the light away, and he's like, I don't feel good. <laughs> Can I see anything else aside from this huge tree? Yeah, uh, make a perception check for me. That is a 27. Wow. Natural Excellent. 20. Yeah. Natural 20. Excellent. Oh, fantastic. So this tree is, it's very gaudy, but behind it, you see sort of like, you sort of trying to get past it because it is quite bright and all these sort of lights sort of flashing on and off. You look behind it and there's another tree. This one is sparser. There's not many ornaments on it, but what is uh, striking about it is that it has ribbons going off it to different directions, different coloured ribbons. There's, there's, a, there's another tree around the back of this huge huge one that's kind of blinding us right now uh, t- two trees why would you need two it seems uh, overkill somewhat uh i would like to head up to the tree mm-hmm. the second tree and have a look okay as you're making your way past the first tree there's a moment where the branches all shuffle around and suddenly this sort of face appears in the tree mm. and it's like greetings wondrous ah! <laughs> <laughs> do not be afraid Greg, Greg is terrified, holding, holding his sword outstretched towards it and shaking slightly. I like the flames on the sword yeah. starting to... Oh, don't be silly, don't say, welcome to my wondrous mansion! And this is a, the echoes, mansion, mansion, mansion. Please, um, state your name and, and your guest's name, please. Oh, um, hello, I'm Dr. Gainsborough, I'm here with my, my guests, um, this is Ayun. Hello. <laughs> this is, uh, uh Kia. 
Hello. And uh, uh, that over there is Greg. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Calculating. Calculating. Yes! Yes, of course I have your names on the list. Oh, jolly good. Fantastic. You can make it here. Um, well, uh, as you know, Dr. Gainsborough, in order to get through the, the big sort of winter, winter solace ball at the end, you have to go find your presents first. Oh, right. Well, um, uh, so uh, where can we find our presents then? Why? Uh, <coughs> and the tree. Why? In the arena, of course. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Why? And this other tree almost does turn around like a full 360 and sort of one long branch points out to the other tree and says, Why? It is on there! There are ribbons with your names on it. One goes to each room and your gifts shall be in there. But beware, there is trials and tribulations that you must go to. I knew that second tree had something to do with <laughs> trials and puzzles. I, I have to be honest, this is not actually that unusual for me. This is kind of how Christmas usually goes. Um, um, but the trials tend to start long before this. I have a lot of questions about your Christmases when we get back. Yeah, like, it's more like a whole year of trials yeah. uh, ended by one day where you could finally rest. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you waiting for? There are gifts to be gotten. Yes, sorry, right, right. <laughs> it says like pointing a gunner. It's <laughs> just several branches with little baubles. Sort of like, Is it like leaning over? Oh us yeah, at this point? it's quite. It's quite a terrifying creature. Like big bushy eyebrows and the eyes. That they're not even eyes. They're just like bits of you know. Imagine if like hands sort of like this. Like that, sort of looking yeah. in, oh. the hands on um, face. She's, she's doing the, the sort of... Uh, goggles. Upside down glasses goggles yeah. theme. Should we start with Greg's present? Would, would that help? That sounds like a grand idea. M- maybe, but I might just zone out after I've got mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Well, might be best to end on that. Let's, let's start with Kia's. <laughs> Good you know, Youngest first. As you get closer to the tree, um, you notice there are four ribbons on it, all going up in different directions. One is a silver ribbon with a pattern of books and wands. One is a red ribbon with a pattern of stars and moons. One is a yellow ribbon with a pattern of a crown and an axe. Uh, and one is a green ribbon with a pattern of a snake and a hat. Ah, oh, the four Hogwarts houses. <laughs> <laughs> snake and hat, it seems like that I'm must sta- be you. Um, starting there then? Yeah, let's start there. Onwards. It's going off into the darkness, essentially. So you'd have to hold on to the ribbon as you were sort of making your way. Oh, is it like a really, really long ribbon that had like... Just yeah, so it's like, if you imagine like a signpost, it sort of goes off in different directions. Yes. And there are other ribbons as well. These are the four that stand out to you. So uh, I'm guessing you all go together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that uh, because it's Kia's ribbon, um, your hand goes on it. And yeah. then it's like a daisy chain of the rest of us. Mm. Oh, fa- fatherly instincts just come over Gainsborough and instantly he's got sh- you know, hand on shoulder of Kia as soon as she's onto the ribbon, like, I'm not letting go of the child. Um, and the I'm child holding Dr. Gainsborough's hand. <laughs> yeah. And Greg is holding onto the ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as, hello, Ayun. As, <laughs> as Kia's hand touches the green ribbon, there's almost a soft glow as it starts to light off and goes off into the darkness. Mm. And as you start making your way, there is almost like a, a light bubble around you and you're going down almost like a huge passageway like there's pictures of this sort of what you would recognize as Madame Drosselmeyer in various states of sort of fancy dress a, a huge uh, half-orc woman with various sort of flasks and uh, alchemical materials in the next picture she's wearing a beautiful ball gown and then in the next picture after that she's wearing some sort of tuxedo you forget she's a bit of a character <laughs> just putting that in there she's she, she just one of those people that academics put up with because they have money and oh, they fund a projects thousand percent. Yeah, right. like, yeah. she's one of those people you remember being very smart and goes to these conferences and stuff but 
also at the same time is just very exhausting, very intense, almost <laughs> aggressively friending as it were. <laughs> Maybe about five or so minutes go by and then you get to a door. And this door is uh, it's a wooden door, quite a big double door, and the ribbon sort of ends on, ends on the doorknob. And on the outside of it, there is a bowl on a pedestal with a number of stones. There are four stones in it. And there's a little placard and it says, please take one. Well, I suppose we should take one then. Kia just grabs one. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's uh, it's quite cool to the touch, but it sort of fits in the palm of your hand. Greg shrugs and picks one up. Okay. I pocket one. Cool. Uh, I think, yeah, Gainsborough goes last and takes one. As all of you take one, the door is an audible click. I okay, Kia. Um, uh, right, yes, I'll lead the way. Present time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you open the door. Yeah. It's sort of a loud creak as the door opens and you all file inside. This room is quite a big room. It's about 60 feet across. And what you notice is that you come out onto sort of a, a big sort of balcony. And about 15 feet across, there's a gap. And then there's a balcony on the other side where you can see there is almost like another pedestal with what looks like a wrapped present on it. There is a small spruce tree potted next to the next to the door you've come in. Friends, welcome and salutations again. One of the most important messages that Madame Drosselmeyer wishes to impart this holiday season is the importance of friendship and teamwork in the times of need. True friends must be able to work towards a common goal with minimal squabbling. Oh, work no. with your friends <laughs> <laughs> to cross to the far side of the room where one of your gifts will be waiting for you. Each of you will be randomly assigned a performance countermeasure. This will hopefully allow you to showcase and test your friendship to the extreme to overcome obstacles. And please note, magic has been deactivated in this room. Thank you, Spruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> the tree goes silent. Suddenly, for you, Dr. Gainsborough, there is no sound. You cannot hear anything. What happened to... <laughs> Hello? Kia, suddenly that stone you're carrying turns into a kitten. And you're like, ah, ah. But you know, at any point you drop that kitten, you will be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> This is how Kia feels about the time. <laughs> I want to drop the kitten. Uh, you can no longer talk. Your mouth so seals up. No longer can speak. <laughs> and Hello, fi- Greg. <laughs> I hate this. And finally, Ayun was five. <laughs> your left hand turns to stone and falls limp at your side. So the tools that can be found in the sort of that are around this balcony are the following: you have a um, hundred feet of silk cord, a ten-foot pole, fifty hammers, a bedsheet. <laughs> Six, uh, six six-foot planks of wood, four 50-gallon barrels, 118-inch uh, planks of wood, uh, 12 iron spikes, and a silver mirror. What's stopping us from just walking over and getting the present? Uh, there's a 15-foot 15, 15 gap. Ah, and that's, <laughs> and that's the bit I missed. <laughs> and as you look down, you probably go and have a quick look, um, it's a 20-foot drop, and there are a lot of bones at the bottom of this pit. <laughs> Greg, do you, do you want to write, write down what you're trying to say? Is Greg literate? Greg shrugs. <laughs> I think we're about to find out. <laughs> okay, gang. I know we can. Oh wait, the- can you hear me? Yes. They're, they're all just, nodding. They're all just nod. nodding. Yeah. Wonderful. So Greg is cross-legged with a quill and paper, <laughs> trying to like draw something. I think realizing he's not super literate. Um, just doing a, a drawing would be best. So that's what that's what Greg's doing while you're doing. Okay. Sorry. Um, so I am thinking it's possible for us to make a bridge, but we have to get the other half over. So if we can at least put two stakes on this side to anchor with. So my, my plan was to try and uh, throw uh, the rope yeah. round and like then round the um, pedestal. And then we've got two, th- two sides. Yeah, my plan was yeah. to tie a couple of those 50 hammers to the end of the rope to throw it across. Okay. Craig. 
holds up his picture and points at it. And would someone else like to try and interpret? Yeah, he's going to say, I'm like, ah, I'm leaving that to you lot. Mm-hmm. 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 Here, great. Let me have a look. You, so what? You, you shift the kitten to the other hand where it goes, pew, and then you're sort of having a look. We we go down. No. What would you like to describe the picture? Yeah, um, we'll probably have to post this later because I'm not sure I can describe it properly. Um, it's very artistic nude of Conrad. <laughs> um, so you can see the bit in the middle that's the cavern. Um, you can see the present on a pedestal the other side. And an arrow going from the pedestal to the gap. Good. Um, and then a couple of people with what looks like, I guess, the rope dangling down. Greg, Greg like, holds up to his hands, like, kind of. I think, I think Dr. Gainsborough comes over and is like, Ah! Alas, too! I thought the exact same thing! Greg points. <laughs> Good thinking, Greg. Good thinking! Greg, Greg taps his temple and then winks and points at Gainsborough. God, Henry's just like aggressively pointing and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I think Dr. Gainsborough is, is now starting to like tie up rope into a lasso, mm-hmm. but in a way where there's uh, two strands coming from, uh, coming out of it on mm-hmm. this side. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, easy enough. Who's the best at throwing things? That's probably me. Mm. <laughs> Greg puts his hand up. Here you go, Greg. Oh God. You know what to do. Hiff it. He, he look, Greg looks over his picture. Looks confused for a second, then... Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heads over to it and yep. swings it round and throws the lasso, holding on to, obviously, the end, as yeah. you do with the lasso, to try and hook the... The pedestal. The pedestal, yeah. Okay. 23. 23. Easy enough, it sort of soars over, almost majestically, and it goes around the pedestal. And you pull it tight. Does, does the pedestal move at all, boys? No. Uh, I take the rope and I tie it off around the balcony. Um, yep, so you've got like almost like a tightrope between the balconies now. Cool. Uh, can I take the the other half of the rope, mm-hmm. um, tie it around my waist and give the end to Greg? Yeah. That and, holds. And yep. then I would like to try and like monkey climb across the gap. Oh, like, like like that? Yeah, so, so hands on the rope and then cross my legs over the top and then sugar around just on the rope. No. I start yes. throwing hammers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Just kind of dodgy out it's the way. Christmas and we are getting hammered. Let's make this exciting. Uh, yeah, it's hammer time. I say that. Um, so I'll, I need, so I'll need you to make an acrobatics check, Greg. I need you to pull like a strength check because you've got to make sure yeah. it's tight enough. Actually, wh- wh- why don't you use the ten foot pole as a balancing pole and tightrope walk? Oh, oh, very nice. Yeah, like, fuck that. You do that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's still be acrobatic. It's still the same thing. You need to keep the uh, rope tight. Oh no, you tied it off, didn't you? So the the rope is tied off. He's got an extra half. Yeah. All right. So well, yeah. Just to hold so up. If, yeah. If if um. Are you falls. falls? Okay. Well, we'll do an acrobatics check yeah. and if she falls. Yeah. So right. uh, Ayun picks up the pole mm-hmm. um by one finger, flips it up, catches it, and then goes. Remember, one of your arms is made of stone. Oh yeah! Great. Cool. No, that's good. Hold it in your other hand to balance the weight out. Yeah. Like so, <laughs> so I, I put my I put my stone hand over my head to kind of try and keep the balance. Yeah, it's almost there. like. <laughs> in the in the center, yeah. And you, then I use the other the other hand with the the stick. Yeah, you you, you other folks see this. Like, almost this hand like, <laughs> like <laughs> it looks gross the way it's just all over the top. Yeah. So acrobatics check. <laughs> Natural one. Oh. <laughs> you maybe take one step, two steps, <laughs> and you fall. Uh, Greg, make a strength check for me as you sort of try and catch Ayun. Um, 
18. Yeah, plenty. You, ah, so you sort of bash your yourself on the side, take one point of damage as you sort of bash into the side, oh. um, but you don't fall into these sort of piles of bones. And as you sort of look down, there is a moment where you think, there's something else down here. Nice try, Ayun! Bless. Sorry? Q, Never you're mind. still struggling with this sort of kitten. It's sort of like mewing quite uh, profusely now. It's trying to get up onto your shoulder. I mean, I'd quite like to calm this kitten down, honestly. Okay. Uh, do an animal handling check. 23. Shh. And he starts sort of purring and sort of curls up into like a ball. It's quite small, this kitten. Like it's not, not the size of the pe- pebble, but it's like sort of your hand size. But one hand is definitely going to be kept up with this cat. But you've managed to soothe it for now. Can't we go down, across and back up? Can't we just let this rope hang down? There are a lot of bones down there. And I, I think I did see something sort of wiggling around. Great really? Milton points. Um, can Kia go and have a look to see if... Yeah, make a perception check, yeah. No, I don't see anything else down there. Are, are you sure? Look, I don't know about you, but usually when I see piles of skeletons, I don't think, hmm, what a nice place for a coffee. <laughs> maybe maybe they fell? I, I don't know. They fell? 20 feet's not enough to skeletonize you. Even you know that, Kia. Down there looks cosy. Nice place for a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Backhand, Doctor Gates. <laughs> Move your stone arms. Oh. <laughs> what was that for? <laughs> okay, so we've got barrels as well. Yeah, you've got four uh, fifty-gallon barrels. Uh, do you want to open them? Yes. So the four of them. One's made of honey, and one has honey. One has vinegar. One has beer, and one has flour. Um, Grace gonna grab the vinegar one and just chuck it in the pit. Okay. <laughs> are you going to keep the barrel, or are you just chucking in what the contents are? Oh, no, no, it's opening the barrel and just lobbing it into the pit. Okay. Uh, you now have three barrels. <laughs> one for the honey, one for the beer, and one for the flour. Uh... Greg looks back at Ian's obviously surprised face and just shrugs. <laughs> I think uh, Dr. Gainsbury's just going to try the beer. Is yep. it good beer? It's very good beer. Is it yeasty? Uh, very yeasty. Cool. Can I put the beer and the flour together mm-hmm. with the honey mm-hmm. and um, in the pit and shake it up yeah. and make a bread for us to walk over? <laughs> I mean, you can make the dough. It might not uh, rise like quickly. It's not very warm in here. I will say that. I mean, I could drop the cat and be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real tip. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> Don't get bake, your... bake the bread with my burning body. <laughs> Do you want Very to pour the stuff in the, into the pit? Yeah, fuck it. Okay, you pour the stuff into the pit. Um, it looks very gloopy down there. Hooray! <laughs> is there anything like in the gloop that we can see that obviously is much oh, harder to find? Yeah, any uh, bones and any other Creatures. things that are definitely are in there. All right, uh, make a perception check. How we've covered them in Yeah, because now it's covered in like dough. honey and doughy might... mixture. Mm-hmm. Like, it might yep. be easier to, to spot, yep. but uh, probably not by me. Because um, that is a six. Okay. I think Doctor Gainsborough is also yeah. Everyone's looking. Having a look at what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's a natural twenty. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Uh, plus two. Okay. No. No. Uh, Doctor Gainsborough, as you sort of look, you sort of see at the bottom. It's sort of it's weird. It's sort of the swirls of like the beer and the sort of the vinegar and like <laughs> that beer is ruined. By the way, um, oh. you see something sort of shift, and you think for a second almost that the stuff at the bottom of the pit is an illusion. I'll give you that. I think that's magic down there. I was about to reply. And it, mm, mm. Greg rolls his eyes. Would you like to tell us what Greg was thinking? Um, I thought magic was turned off in this room. True that. Our oh, magic is. Yeah. Well, that's what Ooh. Greg thought. I, yeah, good call. If only, if only Greg had said it out loud to be corrected. Mm-hmm. Mm. True. But here we are. <laughs> but here we are. There, there's, uh, I think, um, it's not my school, but I, I reckon maybe illusion? Can I ice the pit 
With Ray of Frost. Frost. Let's stand off. You sort of take a moment, extend your hand, and Frost comes out and freezes the pit. Yeah, I, get, I take a rope, I walk <laughs> down, and then I walk up the other side. Easy enough. <laughs> you I... all see this. Ayun's like, ah. <laughs> and as you get across Ayun, you hear uh, the, the spruce start talking. Goes, well done. As ingenious to think of actually using magic when we told you magic has been turned off. We hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> I get the present and I'm like... Um, you open it. It's a very slim box. And as you open it, um, you open it and it is a pendant. And it's a beautiful sort of uh, almost ruby pendant in the shape of a heart. And it is a pendant of wound closure. Uh, whenever you wear this pendant, you stabilize when you are dying at the start of your turn. Mm. And in addition, when you roll a hit point to regain hit, uh, hit die to regain hit points, double the number of hit points used for stores. Um, this one does not require attunement, so you can wear it already. Cool. Well, I'm going to put it straight on. Your hearing restores, your uh, speech is restored, and your arm comes back. Don't and mind. the cat fades away into distance. <laughs> and the, so the doors to the hall open and you're sort of you sort of head back outside maybe follow uh, Kia's room back to the tree great thinking Ayun who would have thought you'd be the one to just blatantly break the rules <laughs> <laughs> I think what we've discovered is that the rules are made to be broken moon and stars let's go as you're making your way along this time there's a different sort of corridor and the same sort of thing happens as Ayun touches the sort of red ribbon the light goes along the ribbon and you see it going down the corridor as you go past more portraits of uh, Madame Drosselmeyer you come across another very small spruce tree and he goes hey Hey, do you want some inspiration? Uh, uh, no, no, thank you. I- I'm all right. Um, we're, we're just heading here to find our, our... Yeah, 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 I know, I know. But I can give you some. You just got to answer some questions. Can, can we answer as a group? Sure. Ayun, my parents... But only told... one of you gets inspiration, though. Ayun, my okay. parents told me never to take inspiration from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> my parents told me never to take inspiration from trees. <laughs> okay, okay. So, traditionally, after kissing someone under the mistletoe, what should you then remove? Their clothes. <laughs> the mistletoe. <laughs> uh, 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 their coat. Oh, come on, it's really easy. Uh, we should remove this potted plant from our path. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, you heard me. <laughs> no, 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 that's not it. Your own dignity. No. Oh, right. Oh, a hat. Why would you be wearing a hat when you kiss someone? You, well, Idiots. mistletoe. Go. Your gloves. <laughs> what? So you can't kiss anyone if you're wearing a hat? It's rude. It's Kia. impossible. <laughs> Kia has only kissed people wearing a hat. Ah. Ah, you're not going to get it. It's fine. Oh, can, can you at least tell us the answer? Sure. It's the berries. You remove the berries for good luck. Do you eat the berries? No. They're poisonous, you idiots. Oh. Then what, what do you, you I've, I've, te- I've eaten a lot of mistletoe berries. <laughs> <laughs> They're not poisonous for, for uh, uh, minotaurs, you see. Uh, no, I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you not should... feeling very well. <laughs> <laughs> should go get that checked out and then the spruce quiets down. <laughs> Well, that was terribly odd. I don't, I don't really know how I feel about that. I, I don't think I know enough about general Christmas knowledge to, to answer these questions very well. I'm just imagining a whole forest of these things. Must be terrifying. Gross. <laughs> I'm still it. here! <laughs> oh. drugs. Um, so you make your way, and you notice, all of you notice this actually, as you're making your way along sort of the, the ribbon, it gets a lot warmer, almost sort of humid. Ayun, probably leading you, um, comes to a great glass door. On it says, conservatory. Do you love a good conservatory? Is it, are we going to find our way outside, or is it going to be more of this weird inky place no I, th- I think it'll probably be interior plants if I had to guess um, I'd like to put a hand on the door and just push 
And as you open it, there is um, almost a beautiful scene that uh, you see. The variety of plants and flowers and shrubbery, but as it's sort of a scene which you take it on all these different colours, but then as you sort of make your way in, you can see that they're in various states of decay. Uh, you maybe brush aside a branch or two and enter a large clearing with a pool at the centre. The pool looks like it has once contained water, but is now filled with an oily black liquid, which is covered in sort of a violent sort of mossy S type stuff on top. Less nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to be drowned by Greg again. Hey. <laughs> you go! <laughs> At the edge of the pool is a, a big oak tree, and out of the trunk, almost sort of submerged, is the top half of a woman made from golden and yellow leaves, her bark-like skin a dark brown. Hello? We're, we're here for a present. Doesn't respond. I'd like to go up and just put a hand on her shoulder. So she sort of looks at her and she goes, please. And she says this in Sylvan, actually. Uh, she says, please, I... I'm dying. I need your help. Of course. What, what can I do for you? She gestures to Pool, and as you sort of go and look at it, you see a small island in the centre. Uh, there is a statue of a beautiful fat woman with flowing long hair, wearing sort of a gauzy robe that sort of stands in the middle. Three ornate jars arranged at the bottom of feet. The spring. It's poisoned. I didn't realise until my tree drank from it, and... Oh, it's too late now, as you can see. And as you look around, the whole of this space, all the plants are, are dying and wiltering. There are sort of dead leaves on the floor. The sort of earth is sort of a horrible brown, and there's a sort of smell in the air, almost like of mulch. Just you have to... There's a way. Uh, Elana, she showed the way to purify water, but... I can't do it from here, I'm too weak. D tell me what to do, I, I, I want to help. Greg turns to the other two, um, Gainsborough and Kia. And just... I don't know what they're saying, but... My, my, the land is telling me something's wrong. Something's... I think this well is poisoning all the plants. It's a beautiful language, though. I really need to get round to learning a bit of silver. Yeah, it's almost like tinkling of bells. Mm. That can wait for now. Oh, yes. We have to save these plants. Craig, <laughs> <laughs> action man runs. nowhere in particular, because he has no idea what to do. Takes three or four steps, then turns around and goes, Okay, so the statue's in, as on like a little island. Uh, surrounded by this pool. The pool is about maybe 10 feet sort yes. of across, so you'd have to go into the pool unless you want to leap and try and leap into the I island. unlace my boots. Okay. And I... That takes you 10 minutes. No. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I just quickly cast Identify on the... Uh... Oh, you're no fun. Um, Greg's going to go <laughs> dip his hand in the water slightly and just like, just see if it's weird. It's weird water, obviously you can see that, but mm -hmm. he's going to... Feel it. As you put your hand into the water, so the, the, the greeny grey moss that's on top of it, uh, so, sorry, violent green moss around it, it sort of sucks to your hand. Vi violet. Okay. Oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, it is about to get violent. It is about to get violent. So it sort of gets touched <laughs> to your hand and you take uh, three points of necrotic damage as it starts to bite ooh, into ow, your skin. Ooh, owie, owie, owie. Oh, that does not feel good. <laughs> I lace up my boots. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I do uh, a we It worked one time, let's do it again. Mm hmm. Um, and ray of frost the water. Yeah. And it, I'd like to see if I can create myself little stepping stones mm -hmm. to get to the middle. Yeah, easy enough. You start to do it. And as you do, you think it won't last very long. Like, you'll be able to get across, but not everyone will be able to get across because the, the, the moss starts to eat away at it. I would like to read the instructions. You'll read the instructions. Okay. Aloud. Is it, so is it just are you across the lake? Or is it uh, so far, I mean, you, you can all cross it if, in the same manner if it you just, wish. It just means I have, I'll stand and do it from... Kia, I'm... I'm not very good with this sort of arcane thing. Uh, would you mind popping across? Um, and I make things. I'm like, oh, but you'll have to be quick. Yep. Uh, okay, um, keep those up as much as you can. Yeah, like, pew, 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 pew. 
Cool. Just, so just I'll... go hell of it. Do an ac- acrobatics check. I want to see. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if, if she rolls a one hit, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not natural 20. Nice, Ooh. so you just say, ha, 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 across the thing. It almost like hot coals, but I glad I, glad I wore flat shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ball gown is just like dipping in the yeah, water yeah. slightly, and it's like the moss trying to... <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> it's being rehemmed. Okay, so Ayun yeah. and, Ki- and Kia are crossed just now. Um, on the island, there is a statue, and she f- holds in her hands sort of three stone tablets, and on the tablets is written the following. My sacred spring is a gift unto you, my, faith- my faithful Drosselmeyer. Should evil ever profane it, I give unto you the methods to restore it. Recall the fable of the eight arch druids. Once upon a time, eight mighty druids resided in the forest with, within three trees. Five were women, three were men, and together they made eight. In the end, all eight found love in pairs. Four druids settled in one house, and four settled within another, and the third was left empty and was reclaimed by the forest. At my feet rest three blessed vessels, fill them with the profane water in the manner of the eight druids, and speak my name with hope in your heart. So this is a pouring puzzle, and we need to have four in jars, one and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nothing in the third one. Yeah. So uh, they're of different sizes, I take it. The three yeah. is small, the five is bigger, and the eight is biggest. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I take, uh, fill up the eight with a profane water. Mm-hmm. Do you want to use your dice to show how much water's in each one? It's the other thing. Sure. D8? Yeah, that's one thing you yeah. like. Yeah, and then if you're transferring water to the other, you can put it down. Yeah. I appreciate this might not be good for podcasting, but we'll see. No, no. That's cool. That's so cool. there's just there... go from there. And... Are, the, are the jars then currently empty? Starting. Yes. Currently, they are empty, and you can see uh, both you, uh, both Ayun and Kia, can see that they are made of simple clay, uh, but the marks on them, again with your detect magic stuff, are the ones that have the magic in them. So you fill jar number eight, the biggest jar, yeah. with uh, gross water, water, profane yeah. water. As, um, as you uh, are you doing that, Ayun? As you do that, can you make a constitution saving throw for me, please? <laughs> oh, spaghetti. Uh, 14? 14. You just managed to fill it up before the moss sort of tries to attach your hands, and you uh, get away from okay. it. Now let's hope that I'm as clever as I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pour into the five, which means there's three left over. So the, the way that it works is it's what's left over that you have to add together. Approximately 10 hours later. I think I've worked it out, everyone. Uh, stand aside, stand aside. Okay, so we fill up jar, jug eight, pour, pour that into three. So if there's six in here, tip the three away. Do it again, tip the three away. We've left two in jar eight. We'll put that in five. Do that again, four and five. So eight minus three minus three. Yes? Mm-hmm. Now I've got four servings of water mm-hmm. in jar five. Okay? Yeah. Mm. Now, put that five into eight. Leave that in the eight. We've got four sitting in eight, yeah? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Now, we get five, fill it up, pour it into three, tip it out. Now we have a two and five and a four and eight. Pour the two into the three, four into the five. Eight is empty, three has two, five has four. Now, fill up eight again, pour one into three to fill it up, tip that out, leaving us with seven servings. Then again into three, tip it us out, tipping it out, leaving us with four. Four and eight and four and five. And three's empty. Nice. Wonderful. What was the magic okay. word, Ayun? Oh, well, I forgot about that. Hooray! <laughs> the name is not on the tablets. It's what the dryad said to you. <laughs> so actually, none of us know it anyway. 
Because can I, really can I do an arcana check on the arcana statue? Arcana or religion, yeah. 26. Yeah, this is, a, this is a good uh, statue of Elona. And this Elona. is a statue of Elona. And as you say, Elona, the water in the... Magic water! <laughs> in the uh, vase clears into, be- into beautiful clear water. Hmm. And actually, as you sort of say it, and the word sort of spreads around the conservatory, the water uh, around you also turns into clear water. Oh, I think we might have done it. Greg Root. goes over to the water and puts his hand in, in the... Does it bite him again? <laughs> no. Water's safe! I, we I, did it straight! We did it strange, dryad lady! Well done, Greg. Top marks. I look at the... Thank you, Professor. Dryad lady. <laughs> we take over a... Take over the eight... Yeah, the eight jug. The eight jug, and we feed her the... <laughs> do you water. just like... <laughs> <laughs> do you like slosh with it, or do you like... Give it I, a I, I, I... I feed it to her in a sort of intimate yet almost erotic kind of fashion super how big is the jug um, what, are you doing the eight <laughs> it's pretty large yeah you're like trying to do it <laughs> yeah. Greg's, hold, Greg's holding it and I'm gets like a sponge and just like lies in her dryad arms and, and <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as the water touches her lips uh, there's sort of <laughs> <laughs> and with a kiss <laughs> as the water touches her lips her skin uh, does um it seems to be a bit fuller and sort of gets hydrated and her eyes open these beautiful sort of emerald coloured eyes and she looks at you and she says oh thank you and then she sort of goes back into the tree there's a few seconds and out comes like a, almost like two hands with a small <laughs> gift wrapped oh. in a bow I'm just like very strange thank you very much oh what's oh. inside what's inside <laughs> I, I'm getting to it and I'm doing that thing where people preserve the wrapping paper of course takes forever <laughs> And as you sort of unwrap it, you open it, it is a huge shield. It is an animated shield. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Whilst holding the shield, you can speak its command uh, command word as a bonus action to cause it to animate. The shield mm. leaps into the air and hovers in your space to protect you as if you were wielding it, leaving your hands free. Nice. The shield remains animated for one minute until you use a bonus action to end the effect, or you are incapacitated or die. At which point the shield falls to the ground or into your hand if you have a free one. Very cool. Nice. Does it come with the command word? Uh, you can choose the command word. Uh oh. Hi, welcome to your animated shield. Please choose a command word. Hi. <laughs> and as you guys sort of make your way out of the conservatory, you can see now the trees and the sort of plants of it are starting to regain their sort of uh, beautiful sort of foliage and stuff. Like that. And as you sort of shut the door, there's almost the sound of sort of bird uh, singing uh, oh. as you leave. That's good, but it was quite challenging. And Greg scratches his head. <laughs> Hopefully, there's nothing, nothing like that again. Because I don't think I have it in me to solve <laughs> to solve another difficult puzzle. <laughs> I think you've solved all of the puzzles so far. Often that like, riddle in the Sphinx's cave thing, which which was given, and I went, "Oh yeah," and did it. And, and done. Greg and Kia were just sitting there, stuck in the first sentence. Yeah, we were like, "Milk, <laughs> there's milk." And went, oh, I, I did say milk twice. It yeah, went back in the recording. You, you are absolutely you right. <laughs> So you make your way back against uh, to the, the, the Christmas tree and you now have a yellow ribbon with the pattern of crowns and axes and the silver ribbon with the pattern of books and wands. I think maybe it's it's your turn, you think You've been doing great with these puzzles. I don't know what you were worried about. Well, th- thank you, everyone. Thank you. I do appreciate There's <laughs> nothing, really. <laughs> and then Greg touch it, like, just taps it to activate the light and then... Oh, uh, which one? Off we go. Oh, I was just going to say, whilst they're going down the corridor, um, I think uh, Dr. Gainsborough just goes up to Greg and says, you know, Greg, um, I have some colleagues who uh, work in the mathematics department. Uh, they're, they're, I'm sure they'd be... Um, We'd like uh, to offer you a scholarship. <laughs> 
sure they'd be interested in extending a, you know, an invitation to take some classes, maybe. What is a mathematics? <laughs> oh, um, so you know what you did with the the. Never mind. He's like, if I say no, would you believe me? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Fair. Well, good. Lucky we, guess. We hear. We see like flashbacks to a different, a different universe where Greg is there and he's like. Dressed like Dr. Gainsborough with glasses in front of the It's a different group of three adventurers, and Greg's like, Hello! I'm a, an archaeologist looking at Archaeologist. <laughs> I need some help with a caravan of mine. Thank you for listening to Power Word Roll. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Otherwise, a positive review is the best way to help us out. The best place for those is on iTunes. All our social media at Linktree slash power word roll. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash power word roll. But for now, from Annie, Naomi, Henry and myself, thank you, and we'll see you in the next one. Fucking gaudy, right? We can't swear, right? In this one? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking gaudy. Don't you um. fucking dare swear on my fucking podcast. <laughs> uh. You can only swear in French. Oh, no, you, can't. No, you, can't, you actually can't swear in French, but you can swear in English. <laughs> well, that's that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a fair statement. Correct. Yes. <laughs> um,